Welcome to KXAN News Today. Here are your Monday morning headlines. Today marks 22 years since the terror attacks on September 11th. There is a live memorial in New York City. We have a live look for you this morning. Nearly 3,000 people were killed after four planes were hijacked. Tributes and memorial services are planned from coast to coast this morning. The death toll continues to rise. As of right now, 11 people are dead following flooding brought to Greece by Storm Daniel. Satellite images show what parts of the country looked like in September of 2022, and then again after the flooding struck this month. Farms, villages, and roads are visibly inundated with water, leading to at least 800 rescues, according to local reports. Austin Restaurant Week continues through Sunday, a portion of proceeds going directly to the Central Texas Food Bank. That includes participating restaurants from South Austin to Maynard, all the way up to the northwest part of town, Austin Cedar Park. We have a few participating restaurants that you can see on your screen and on our website at kxan.com. More information on that. The Senate impeachment trial of suspended Attorney General Ken Paxton starts up again today. Good morning, I'm Erica Brennis. I'm Sally Hernandez. On Friday, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who's presiding over the trial, said it was more or less at the halfway mark. We've already heard testimony from whistleblowers, such as the former First Assistant Attorney General Jeff Mateer. So far, witnesses have given their accounts connecting to the allegations that Paxton misused his office and what that allegedly had to do with real estate developer Nate Paul. Both Paxton and Paul have denied any kind of wrongdoing. Paxton and his supporters have continued trying to point the finger at politics. KXAN's Monica Madden highlights some of the reaction from Republicans not involved in this process. Well, it's deeply disturbing. Um, the allegations that have been made, some of the evidence, I've been watching it off and on. Texas's senior U.S. Senator and former Attorney General himself says he has major concerns about evidence laid out in the trial last week. And he's not the only Republican outside of the Texas legislature to weigh in. Former Congressman Louis Gohmert released an op-ed Thursday titled, Ken Paxton is not a victim. Gohmert also challenged Paxton in the 2022 primary. He writes, I've fought two unjust impeachments of President Trump. I've seen corrupt prosecution. Pursuing Paxton is not. Cornyn shared that sentiment. You know, having been a veteran of two impeachment trials myself here recently, um, you know, it's a unique process, but uh, I think it's unfolding the way it should. And I think uh, the lieutenant governor has done a good job uh, making sure that it's not an overly politicized process and that Attorney General Paxton gets a fair hearing, but also the whistleblowers who uh, claimed he was performing illegal acts uh, get a fair hearing too. Paxton denies all wrongdoing and pleaded not guilty to all 20 articles of impeachment on day one. He hasn't been at the trial since then, a day when dozens of supporters showed up to rally around the suspended AG. Monica Madden, KXAN News. We will also continue to live stream the trial in its entirety, start to finish on KXAN.com. First warning weather with meteorologist Sean Kelly. Hey, good morning, everyone. We start the look outside and we're kicking off your morning here with temperatures that are actually pretty comfortable. Did you have a great weekend? You're enjoying that slightly drop in uh, temperatures that we saw that we're going to continue to see day by day. We're Waking up right now with temperatures here into the middle 70s, some low 70s even out into portions of the hill country, 73 in Lano, 73 in Castell. Metro temperatures here as well, not too bad, 69 in 
Buda 75 in Georgetown, further out towards east. We're into the 70s and a few 60 degree readings as well. 69 in Muldoon, up through uh, Buckholtz area as well. If you're heading out on the trail, not too bad. It's still going to be a hot day, still unseasonably hot. But that streak of triple digit temperatures ended yesterday. Today will be just shy of that. Once again, it'll be close. Should reach a high temperature right around 98, 99 degrees or so with low comfortable humidity that we'll see into the afternoon. It actually feels pretty pleasant right now factoring that in. But it starts to increase towards the end of the week. But it looks like it'll pay off because we're finally looking at some rain chances that really ramp up. We'll talk about how much rain we could see over the course of the next seven days coming up in first warning weather. Thanks, Sean. Medics in Austin could soon see bigger paychecks. The Austin-Travis County EMS Union wraps up its voting on its contract at noon today. The bargaining team for the union agreed to a deal with the city of Austin on a four-year contract, and according to the union president, Selena Shee, it includes a 4% raise overall to start and an entry-level pay rate of $24.24. After union members vote on that contract, it's going to go to the city council for a final vote. The Department of Public Safety tells us the driver's license offices will reopen today. A software update last weekend over the Labor Day holiday caused a number of offices to close this past week. DPS is contacting people to reschedule. It asks that if you lost your slot, email DPS to get that rescheduled. A local organization today will drop off skateboards at a local elementary school. We caught up with the volunteers from Candade at Oscar Blues Austin over the weekend. The organization was there as the brewery celebrated its seventh anniversary. And this is a group that helps donate skateboards and bikes. It built 60 skateboards to donate to the entire fifth grade class at Pillow Elementary in North Unlike traditional sports, skateboarding is a great catch-all. It, it kind of hits those kids that maybe don't work well with traditional rules. Um, but there is a community, and there are definitely um, some there's etiquette to it. But also just the social-emotional benefits of skateboarding are, are incredible. So the entire fifth grade class at Pillow Elementary in North Central Austin will get those skateboards. And for a lot of those students, this will be their very first skateboard. Very cool. The latest on the recovery efforts after Morocco's deadliest earthquake in more than six decades. Austin is replacing water meters with digital ones. KXA investigates why your water bill could be going up significantly. Good morning and happy Monday. It is 439 as we look live over the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center. Hope you had a great weekend and we have something to look forward to this week in addition to the fact that it is supposed to cool down and we should get some rain. I know the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center will appreciate that. Rescue efforts continue this morning for people who may be trapped under rubble from the deadly earthquake in Morocco. More than 2,100 people have died since it happened on Friday. More than 2,400 others are hurt. The 6.8 magnitude quake was Morocco's deadliest in more than six decades. And coming up next on Today, NBC News' Raf Sanchez follows the search and rescue. All across the earthquake zone, a desperate race is underway to reach survivors under the rubble before it's too late. Here in this mountain village, we've seen professional teams working alongside local volunteers who are trying to save their neighbors. We'll have much more coming up on the Today Show. 
Leander is just one of many local cities continuing to grow. Coming up, what it plans to do with tax dollars to support its growth. Why the city of Austin is removing an iconic pecan tree and Barton Springs and the special tribute the city wants you to take part in. Opening night for the Cowboys outside of New York City and it was a whitewash as they blasted the Giants to get the season started. I've got more on that coming up. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. What a night it was for the Horns in Tuscaloosa Saturday and on Sunday, ranked fourth in the AP poll after that win over Alabama. It's their highest AP ranking since 2009 when, of course, they went on and played for the national title. Wyoming comes in this Saturday night. We'll hear from Coach Sark later today. Cowboys opener last night against the Giants on the road. It appeared to be a great Sunday night football opener on NBC. It was great for one team and not the Giants. Cowboys obliterate the Giants. Special teams, Wanya Thomas with the blocked field goal and Noah Iben Gagne with the return for the touchdown. Extra point, no good, doesn't matter. Six was enough. And then nine, and then more. Saquon Barkley blown up and Ron Bland grabs it out of the sky and just like that, it's 16 to nothing. The Cowboys haven't had to do anything offensively. And boy, it just keeps going from bad to worse for this Giants team. Daniel Jones on the fly, opts to throw it, not run out of bounds. And it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Finally, some offensive highlights. They only had 265 yards of offense. That's because defense and special teams doing the job. Dak Prescott got a couple of weapons in the offseason, including Brandon Cooks hits him for a 16-yard strike. Tony Pollard taking over as their primary running back. Pollard with a two-yard touchdown, 23-0, and it just got better and better for the Cowboys, worse for the Giants. How about 40 to nothing? your final score. So the Cowboys home opener next Sunday afternoon. They will take on the Jets. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, they open their season tonight at home against the Buffalo Bills. Back to you. Roger, thank you. Last night marked the long-awaited return of Sunday Night Football right here on NBC. That also means, of course, in today's show's special inside game series. It's back with special insider access to your favorite NFL teams all season long. So to mark off week one, today teamed up with New York Giants Super Bowl champ Eli Manning to host a tailgate at MetLife Stadium for an incredible group deserving of a game day full of surprises in honor of Childhood Cancer Awareness Month this September. Right now, a group of courageous kids were given special access inside the stadium to cap off a tailgate to remember. Coming up this morning, the special surprise that Manning was able to arrange for these young warriors. So special. Uh, Sean, I saw a long face. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it was a I was good weekend. I was really excited for football. Football yeah. was back. My, yeah. my team's a Giants. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? The game helped me go to bed really early. Yeah. I, I, you said forget. forget it. After the first quarter, it's like, okay. I know. That's about how far I made it. But I cannot believe it was a shutout. Good weekend to be a Longhorn or a Cowboys Oh, fan. my gosh. I think people still are trying to get their voice back after screaming oh, yeah. so loudly. Yeah, Longhorn's, Longhorn <laughs> it game was, amazing. was insane. It was insane. All right, let's get you outside. It's a brand new week, and I, this, is, this is kind of a big deal. We may be done completely with triple-digit temperatures. We didn't get there yesterday. It was close. We got a high temperature of 99 degrees. Out at the airport, however, we did reach 100 degrees. 
but not at Camp Mabry. Today, forecasting a high temperature right around 98, 99. So another day where it will be close. But for right now, currently sitting at 78 days of triple digit temperatures with the potential that we're done. Officially in the seven day forecast, we don't have any 100 degree days. So uh, that is a certainly a welcome change of pace. It's still going to be hot out there, still well above average, starting off with a uh, quiet look outside. It's a bit cloudy in southeast Austin, sitting at 76 degrees, 72 in land passes, 73 in Lano, further out towards the east. Uh, temperatures there pretty comfortable down into the lower 70s. A cluster of thunderstorms we're going to keep an eye out for north and west of San Saba County that shouldn't impact us other than maybe uh, some very, very light drizzle. This is a, a decaying complex of thunderstorms that by the time it reaches us should be dry. But we do have an opportunity later on in the day to see a few thunderstorms that could reach our hill country areas, especially for Mason County, Gillespie County, up northward into uh, San Saba in that one out of five risk for maybe even an isolated strong to severe storm. So this high resolution model here shows you dry through the day, but later on the uh, afternoon evening hours could see that quick burst of some showers, then maybe some thunderstorms 10, 11 o'clock at night, San Saba County down through Mason, Lano, Burnett area with another chance for a few isolated th thunderstorms and showers late tomorrow night into Wednesday morning. I think this model here kind of going a little bit overboard on those rain chances, but you get the picture. Daily rain chances back in the forecast as well, especially for the later part of the week. This model says, yeah, we don't see that much rain. If you do, the best chance of rain will be north and west in the hill country, but those higher totals that we could see will be in the second half of the week, heading from Thursday, Friday, and into Saturday. So 99 degrees for high temperature today. 20% chance of rain will come late in the evening into the overnight night. A few spot showers and thunderstorms will be possible as we head into the day tomorrow. And then look at this, a cold front that will drop us down into the lower 90s from Friday and into Saturday with some much better weather as well. Well, one of the most active volcanoes in the world began erupting in Hawaii. After a two-month pause, the Kiwa volcano burst glowing lava that is a safe distance from people and structures in a national park on the Big Island. Here you can see an overhead view of lava spewing from fissures at the base of the volcano. According to the Hawaii Volcano Observatory, the gases released by the eruption will cause volcanic smog downwind of the volcano. People living near the park are urged to avoid volcanic particles spewed into the air by the eruption. It only takes a few minutes to install the new digital meter that measures and transmits your water usage by wireless transmission. You're listening to a part of an informational video that Austin Water released explaining a five-year project that started in 2020 to replace more than a quarter of a million analog water meters with digital meters. They're called smart meters, but customers have reached out to KXAN Investigates dumbfounded by the amount of the water meters claim that they're using. Yeah, and as KXAN investigator Mike Rush found out, Austin Water does not even have a centralized way to know how many customers are complaining about suspected false readings during this multi-million dollar conversion. These are some Mother's Day gifts. I used to have beautiful pink and white flowers all over this one. And now it's just a 
a weed almost. It just kills Lori Latimer. It used to be covered with purple and white flowers. To let her plants die. Still, there is no way she's watering now. With the water situation as it is, I had to stop. That situation is this. That smart meter, that smart water meter. So your smart meter doesn't seem so smart. No, not smart at all. This meter has a mind of its own. The medical practice manager says ever since Austin Water installed the smart meter at her North Austin home in the spring. Each month, my water usage goes up and up and up. Her most recent bill, almost $50 for more than 11,000 gallons used in a month. Her bills show that's triple the amount of water she used during the same time period last year, even though she says her habits have not changed. I am very conscientious about reserving resources. Latimer says she has checked for running toilets and leaking pipes, but found nothing. I think there is something wrong with the meter. But when Austin Water investigated at her request, she got an email back. And there's nothing wrong with your meter, basically. Nothing was wrong with the meter. Gabriella Olavirus knows the feeling. She got her smart meter at around the same time. And like Latimer. For one hour, it showed 40 gallons. She noticed what she thought was excessive usage. That's it. You are now ready to sign up on the My ATX Water customer portal. According to Austin Water, one of the benefits of the new digital meters is the information they gather that customers can access online. You now have a daily glimpse into your water consumption. And that's how Olivirus knew there was a problem. May 14th was Mother's Day and it shows that I used 139 gallons of water when I wasn't even home. She says Austin water came out twice and both times. Nothing was wrong. Still, Olivara says her account was showing she was still using way too many gallons. So Austin water came out again and this time figured out the problem. This is her neighbor's smart meter and this is her smart meter and these wires were crossed. My account was showing the water usage for my neighbor. Austin Water will replace 250,000 analog meters throughout the city with digital smart meters by 2025. So far, it's installed about 168,000. KXAN Investigates wanted to know how many other customers have complained about possible inaccurate readings from the new meters. But we didn't get the records because an Austin Water spokeswoman says the company doesn't track that information. She says customers have multiple ways to complain, including calling or emailing City of Austin Utilities, reaching out to Austin Water's customer service, or emailing through a portal. And those systems, she says, are separate. So the spokeswoman said it would have taken several people a combined 40 hours to gather the data at a cost of $700. Austin Water refused our request for an interview and would not answer why it has not established a uniform system for tracking customer complaints of suspected false readings on such a large project. I don't believe that they do it intentionally, but we're human. Austin Water eventually rerouted the wires and corrected Olivirus's issue, but Latimer is still waiting. I'm going to keep bugging them until they do something. Mike Rush, KXAN Investigates. In a statement, a spokesperson said Austin Water will look into Latimer's complaint and work to get it corrected as quickly as possible. The spokesperson also said there are processes in place to prevent inaccurate readings, including testing by the manufacturer before delivery. 
Additional testing on a sample of meters by Austin Water, a 10-step process to verify accuracy after installation, and manual and electronic reads conducted simultaneously through two complete billing cycles. But as we've seen, those steps won't necessarily pick up on human error like improper installation. Here's what else we're tracking for you in the 5 a.m. hour of KXAN today. A manufacturing company wants to create a larger economic impact here in Austin. How it could expand at the semiconductor industry. For those listening on the podcast, you can catch that story right now on KXAN.com. That's our homepage. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.